Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Hi again, everybody. We are Parenting by the Pint. I'm Lauren, and this is Kara. Hello! We are two Chicago-area suburban moms with five kids between us who like to normally get together but uh, talk about random funny anecdotes with our children and families and drink from our favorite breweries. Um, Today we're going to be highlighting Revolution, which is a Chicago uh, brewery. We're going to be drinking Antihero, which is one of kind of their flagships, and something I've never had, which is Freedom of Speech. Yeah. So let's crack open... Let's do this anti-hero. Yeah. Yeah. It's a IPA, classic IPA. Definitely pretty much you can find it everywhere in the Chicagoland area. But this is one of my go-tos if they don't have a solid craft beer, um, you know, much of a selection. Pretty much anti-hero is always a, a safe bet, to me at least. Yeah, this is like the beer you drink when you go to the baseball game and they have a little bit more than just like old style on mm-hmm. tap. Uh, yeah. I Revolution, man, I can say a million positive things about Revolution mm-hmm. and maybe you have some cool fun facts you're going to share here as we taste this beer. But um, one thing I'll say about Revolution is personally when it comes to a brewery in the Chicagoland area, um, I think Revolution might be the most complete in the sense that they have some great flagship beers like Antihero. They have an amazing barrel program. Yeah. Um, they come out with some great seasonal stuff. Uh, and it, it's just, they like I said, they're just, in my opinion, and that includes breweries like Goose Island and Lagunitas and other really huge breweries. Well, yeah, um, but you know, the difference in Revolution is that, like, they're, like, the the big ones have other investors and they're so big they're such huge production like revolution they're they're huge in illinois they're illinois largest independently owned brewery but uh, you know they're not owned by anheuser-busch or constellation or you know all these other huge um huge companies and like they they're still relatively new like they started in 2010 so they're not oh man they haven't been around for that long you know they started on milwaukee avenue where they still have um i think their brew pub is still there and then they Mm -hmm. have they Mm -hmm. opened a separate production facility in 2012 and like you said they brew a variety of different all year round beers, seasonal beers, you know, there's a handful of beers that they've brewed a couple of times. I remember when they had working mom, I had to have it just because it was called working mom. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but um, you know, they they really still don't have huge distribution. They distribute it to like eight or nine states. So they're still not huge. They're huge for compared to a lot of the other breweries that we talk about because they are predominantly Illinois local. Uh-huh. Um mm-hmm. but you know, they're not huge like a Lagunitas is huge. You know, one of the things I remember briefly, um, I want to say, I think I looked it up, it was like 2016, when they had to recall like 10,000 barrels or something of beer because they had some yeast issue. Um, and like something like that is hard to come back from. But I think that they did what the fact that they recalled it and they, you know, they, they made everything right really spoke to their reputation as a solid upstanding, 
local brewery. Um, so instead of the reputation going downhill, I almost feel like it was a blip, but you know, they, they came back from it pretty, pretty soundly. Yeah. Um, so they've got a, a bunch of award-winning beers. They've won at Great American Beer Fest. They've won at Fobab. Like they even won at the Great Japan Beer Festival. <laughs> oh super random, but that like is super random. <laughs> across the last ten years, they've won a different beers. Have won at a variety of different places. So they've, you know, they're they're local. They're they're growing, but they're obviously making some pretty good and well-respected beers. So yeah. Um, yeah, and they have good food. <laughs> they do. You know, it's funny that you mentioned the food at Revolution, their brew pub <laughs> that is on Milwaukee. You're definitely right about that. They mm -hmm. still have that. But um, and if you recall, that's where we met up uh, with our gal pal Ileana. Yeah. Um, Man, that was forever ago. Now it was forever ago. That's sad. <laughs> we should do that again <laughs> when we're allowed. Yes. We should. Yeah. Um, but uh, they have this. A dish on their menu that just completely blew my mind they have a cheeseburger that also has pulled pork on it which mm. connects to our previous episode where we talked about barbecue <laughs> but um i remember going to the restaurant for lunch one time with my brother we had gone to a conference in the chicago in chicago proper mm -hmm. and we had to get some lunch before heading back to work and we made the trip to revolution because of course we did yeah. and <laughs> and i asked the waitress i was like oh you know i i, I can't decide if i want to get a burger if i want to get the pulled pork sandwich i just can't decide which and she was like oh but we have one that's both. both you can get a burger with pulled pork on top of it and i literally just sat there with my <laughs> mouth open i was just like what, what? yeah is that a thing and she was like, yeah, do you want bacon on it? And I was just like, oh, oh my yes. goodness, it's yes, too much. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. And it was fantastic, too. I mean, it wasn't just uh, a cool idea for a meal. It was really it was good. Their food good. is very good. Right. Well, they also have the, is it the duck fat um, popcorn? French fries. French oh, fries. the popcorn. No, you're right. It is. It's, it's duck fat popcorn with bacon with like and parmesan. parmesan. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Now I'm just getting hungry. Anyways, Ugh, solid place. So Beard solid. Food's good. Check it out. So we're drinking Antihero. Um, yeah. It's, uh, Why don't you... What do you think of Antihero? We haven't even... I know. I mean, I'm, I'm used to Antihero. Like, I like it. Yeah. It was one of the probably first... Besides, like, Zombie Dust was one of my really mm -hmm. first craft beer. But Antihero... Um, was right there with them. Like once I started actually drinking beers, I liked the hoppiness of it. I feel like I've actually gone away from such hoppy beers in recent times, but I feel like there's so many more beers to try right now. Uh -huh. And I feel like I, I had quite a, uh, you know, quite a stay with the IPAs for a while, but it's still, it's still good. Like I could still sit and, and drink this and this would still would be one of my go-tos if it was on tap and you know, there oh, wasn't totally. some other options. So yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, you know, a lot of restaurants that don't have like a craft beer list, you know, anti-hero will turn up on it and, yeah. uh, and I will definitely order an anti-hero, um, you know, given the opportunity, I definitely yeah. would. Uh, I, like you said, I mean, you know, a straight up hoppy IPA. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a classic example of that. Um, it's a great beer to drink on a hot day. Um, I will say that I probably like Antihero a little bit colder than I like 
some of the other beers that I've been drinking lately. But I've been drinking a lot of darker beers too. So my beer fridge is a tad bit warm for this. For anti-hero. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Fair. That's fair. And you know, to speak on what you just said, I mean, it's because I, even though it's May, it's like freaking snowing outside half the time. So, you know, your body is just like no idea i need warmth (laughs) i have no clue what what the temperature is going to be until i look outside like it was 80 degrees one day and then it was 50 and then it was like snowing it snowed yeah i literally wore shorts and then a winter jacket in the same like four days yeah makes no sense so but you know we have a variety of beer i can drink a stout one day i can drink a milkshake i can drink a double ipa you never know yeah whatever variety of life yeah Yeah. so um anyways so revolution we're highlighting obviously um anti-hero solid ipa um can find it most places so whether you're from the chicagoland area or generally midwest you can probably get this um but then we were also going to talk about grandparents as our parenting topic. Yes. Today. And you and I were really kind of struggling with what to talk about today because, uh, you know, we're, we don't want to focus on this whole situation that we're dealing with, which we refuse <laughs> to mention. If you haven't noticed yet, we refuse to give it a name. It's like uh, Lord Voldemort, Voldemort on, our, yeah. mm-hmm. on our podcast. I'm not going to name it because 10 years from now, when I re-listen to these episodes, I don't want to remember what was happening yeah no we're good so so we we kind of started talking about our parents sort of in the same vein of what should we discuss and what's going on with you and and we both kind of agree that our parents now that we're about we're at about the two-month mark of everybody sort of being at home and not really venturing out and not really you know restaurants are closed still and all of that yeah um, and kind of like what the state of mind is of everybody around us. And we, we both kind of shifted gears straight over to what our parents are <laughs> yeah, up to. <laughs> for sure. and, um, and we can focus on that specific topic, although I'd be happy to talk about grandparents in general. But I will say, um, in general, my parents, with regard to what's currently going on, um, have reached the point where they're kind of done isolating um, themselves. Yeah. And I will say that they've been extremely good about being careful and they wear masks and they do all of that. Um, Mm -hmm. But they've kind of reached the point where they feel like they're in the twilight years of their life and they don't want to spend it (laughs) at this point. They're like, if I die, I die. I'm leaving the house. At least that's where my my father is definitely at. Yeah, that is pretty much it. And I'm also kind of convinced that my father, who is also the owner of the business that I work at, um, Mm -hmm. is convinced that he's not going to die because he has survived (laughs) all of these insane things in his life and is just, he's just moved beyond that. He's immortal now. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, you know, my parents were pretty good at first too. And um, you know, we've got three little kids and we're like, we, and my husband's a paramedic, so he's exposed to all kinds of different things. And we're like, we're doing right. this really for your own good. Yeah. So you, you need to, we need to, you know, distance. And the thing is that my parents typically watch our kids one or two days a week. So yeah, same here. They are very much, they're both retired. They're very much struggling with not seeing the children so much to the point that so my oldest is autistic which I've mentioned a number of times and his 
therapy had closed down through April. So he mm-hmm. recently started going back to therapy and he goes five days a week. Um, and typically my father would drive him just, you know, it was kind of like their time together. He would take him out to McDonald's or for ice cream after or whatever. And mm-hmm. so my dad was helping us out as well as, you know, getting some time uh, with my oldest. And so they're starting going back to therapy, they're opening and they have all these safety procedures and whatnot. And I said, okay, we're me or my husband will take him for the first sure. two weeks like yeah. get used to it make sure everything's okay you know continue on with a little bit more time spaced up between so i tell my dad this and i say all right we'll call you after a couple weeks and so right. like an obstinate teenager he goes and calls <laughs> my husband and goes around me like he's playing the other parent and says <laughs> so i'll come and pick up my grandson tomorrow and bring him to therapy and my husband doesn't want to fight with his father-in-law. So he's like, okay. And so my dad just shows up and I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> what like, are you well, doing I'm, here? I'm taking, you know, I'm taking the oldest to therapy. And so he leaves and I look at my husband and I'm like, I told him no. <laughs> right. I specifically said, no, I'll call you in two weeks and then we can talk about it. But instead, so and I know he means well, but <laughs> he totally circumvented that and was like, Oh, so I'm just I'm just gonna start taking him, and yeah. at this point we're just like you know what, fine. Well, <laughs> like, and he did that on purpose. I oh, mean, for he sure. he knew what the situation was, oh, and yeah. he, he he played the system perfectly, right? Yeah. And and it it's it's not the right word, but he made the selfish choice. He was like, no, I want to see my grandchild. Yeah. I'm gonna do this. Mm-hmm. You're just gonna have to let You're this just pass. Deal with this. Yeah. yeah, and we have <laughs> we've we've just now accepted the fact that this is what happens. That's happening. Grandpa takes him and this is the thing and like the one day they were home late because we know pretty much like how long it takes to get there and back and you know we eat dinner as soon as they get home and like Mm -hmm. it's been like 15 extra minutes and I'm like so I call up my dad and he's like um so we stopped for ice cream (laughs) (laughs) of course we're having dinner when he gets home you're like what about food (laughs) (laughs) and I appreciate it and I know that the grandkids do um oh and then last week he so my oldest goes to therapy on Fridays from 10 to 1 ish um and my twin boy my grand my dad says to him why don't you come with and I could take you to the coin shop because my dad collects coins and stamps too he's like he's an old man but um it's adorable (laughs) and so the twins have gotten to like finding coins and bringing them to grandpa's and looking at the years and they bought them like books of coins for christmas that's adorable so that's their thing so grandpa says to my twin boy i'll take you to the coin shop and of course he doesn't ask me he just tells the kid takes your child like my (laughs) six-year-old is all excited about i'm gonna go to the coin shop with grandpa and i'm like well all right well you need a mask you need to do this like i have to teach them all right put the mask on wear it like right. this don't yeah. take it off your nose like in this crazy world we live in i have to teach a six-year-old like yeah. all right this is how you and then i tell my mom and he goes your father didn't tell me that he was doing that of course not <laughs> do you no. guys even talk like it's a secret oh uh, anyways so that's the recent events of grandparents or in in, in my household <laughs> yeah yeah my um this isn't really 
part of being a grandfather, but my father owns the business that I work at. Uh, my brother and I primarily have been running the business for the last, mostly for the last couple of years, but my father is still very active. And so the last mm -hmm. two months have been really hard on him because he's used to being there oh, yeah. five or six hours a day at least. And right. so to, to go from doing that to being there not at all um, has been quite a struggle and you know my my brother and I have been very diligent about trying to keep him involved in the sense that we communicate with him a lot but he he just happens to turn up at work um <laughs> I unexpected think, out yeah, of nowhere I think today he he showed up at least three or four times throughout the span of a day um <laughs> And it was just, he also is, is sort of dealing with a situation where um, the property that we have the business on also has like another building on it. Mm -hmm. And his tenant is moving out oh. um, as a result of this ridiculousness, oh, that terribleness yeah. that is going on. Right, uh, right. His business has Gone. unfortunately and, come to uh, an end and uh, he's moving out. And my father is, has located like a new potential tenant yeah. and he had to meet this guy. And he's like, so he's sort of extenuating circumstances. So it's not sure. like he's, you know, he's making excuses. For no right. reason. But uh, some of the time he's popping yeah, in for no reason. <laughs> for some of the time, it's maybe that he's just checking to see if everyone is working. And we've made jokes about putting like a tablet on the chest of an employee so that he can be like on Zoom <laughs> and like communicating with right. the employees you can so see that they keep working all day long yeah here it's like a gopro put it on somebody's head exactly yeah. exactly well and we thought a tablet because then you'd see his face you know uh. not just video <laughs> but like a little like a robot they can just like yeah. a, like a remote control he can just go around the shop yeah he can be like take me over here now <laughs> yeah no i get it i get it yeah. but as a as a grandparent my parents are doing fairly well they did come to visit this weekend um and we all kind of sat in the garage and i will say that i was very impressed with my kids with regard to they both put masks on mm. um they kept them on they didn't complain about it they kept a safe reasonable distance yeah. from my parents without getting overwhelming um, that's good especially i mean your kids are young too There's yeah mine, yeah so well like, and that's yeah yeah and i've i've been sewing masks but just for like my family right. and the yeah. employees at my job because i want people to be safe and and my mm. opinion about that is that if i provide them with a mask i'm doing as much as i can to keep them safe outside sure. of work in addition to inside of work so yeah. um so that was the first thing that we did when we asked our employees to return to work was i made a mask for everybody who works yeah. at the shop yeah. and um and i also made masks for my kids mm -hmm. and i've done a couple of like trial and error masks for them and yeah. they've always always 100 percent of the time complained about the mask and how it's <laughs> uncomfortable and it's too small and it hurts yeah. their ears and it's yeah. Yeah. it's in my face and it hurts my eyes and it's on my nose and i i can't breathe and yeah. just everything yeah and no so, i could pay them too but if they want to do something then... well that's what we've said and, you know and yeah. i'm sure this may this may come into play for you sooner than it'll come into play for me but if your kids want to go to disney world there is a very real possibility that they're going to have to wear a mask while they're there oh yeah um and so the thought of wearing one for what would be kind of an extended period of time uh is on the horizon yeah um and i think that's something i was concerned about and was really happy to see go well uh, over the weekend with my parents visiting. Oh, 
good. Yeah. But to speak more about grandparents in general and not just grandparents during this current situation, I will say that uh, there's a couple of things that I would point out about my parents. First of all, my parents are loving and comforting people and have always been as parents and as grandparents. And like um, one of the things that I'm most, I guess, entertained about when it comes to them being grandparents is that um, they're gift givers. They just like oh, give my gifts gosh. Mine too. for every my occasion. Mother especially. I mean, that came up with my, my youngest. He's quote unquote graduating from kindergarten tomorrow. And uh, um, if that's what you call that. And I don't know if you've ever seen the Incredibles, but the yeah. father in the Incredibles talks about how his son is moving from the third grade to the fourth grade. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Not a uh, <laughs> and I, unfortunately for my children, I'm in that that boat whereas yeah. my mother is in the boat where you celebrate every moment uh no, to the fullest i agree i'm i you know i didn't even mentioned anything to my mother but she would yeah show up with flowers flowers and for like, a five-year-old yeah, or a six-year-old sure. right <laughs> yeah for sure so i'm gonna not even bring it up but uh <laughs> Yeah, my mom's the same way. Every holiday, every everything. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, literally, like St. Patrick's Day, they get gifts. Valentine's Day, they get gifts. Yeah. Or like Halloween, they get gifts. Yep. They don't even yep. just get candy. Yep. It's like, it's crazy. And it's awesome. And my kids love it. But also, it's like, I don't even buy them stuff for Easter anymore. I'm just no. like, Grandma can do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, does your mom ask you what you got them? Oh, what did you get them for Easter this year? Does she do that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, totally yeah mine does, does too. That. And she's and I go, like, what did you get? <laughs> I didn't get them anything. <laughs> Kara. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah, no. Same way. Same way. What did you get them? Um, they have everything, know. Mom. They don't need anything. Yeah, have you been to my house? <laughs> they have more toys than the toy store does. That's like, they no already need. have everything yes i fed them lunch i kept them alive yeah i'm gonna make ham isn't yeah. that enough <laughs> <laughs> yeah no and it's it's you know it's fantastic they're great but it's yes. sometimes it's it is comical but <laughs> on the uh on the showing up randomly thing my father did that more before but still does that but he'll just like so my husband, when he's gone for like a 24 or 48 hour shift, my dad will sometimes just show up and cut our grass. Like I he was won't gonna even say, say hi. He'll just I've show heard up. That your dad does like a yard migrant work, worker, like quote unquote without permission. <laughs> I mean, or without you know knowledge. Yeah, without, so we were where were we? Oh, so we went up <clears throat> like crazy people to Wisconsin two weeks ago because there was one place that was opened. And I pretended I was Carol Baskin, and we went to see tigers and lions awesome. and leopards, and and it was it was all of our kids' birthdays. So our oldest turned eight on the third, and our twins turned six on the second. So like mm -hmm. we wanted to do something since we're stuck at home, and I was like, somehow I managed to follow this place on Facebook. I, who knows when I even started following them? But they popped up, and they're like, "We're open," and I was like, "Oh my gosh, you're open!" So we were gone. This has nothing to do with tigers, but we were gone for like a day and a half. Mm -hmm. and while we were gone I'm, my mom's like oh your dad was at your house trimming your bushes and pulling weed and I was like oh what God. like why why <laughs> like 
It's so amazing. We're not even there. Yeah, Dad spent half his day in, in doing yard work at your house. And I was like, I mean, thanks. It's awesome. Right? I mean, it's crazy, but it's yeah, awesome. I love it. I, I mean, I'm glad that he's in his late 60s and he still wants to keep busy and whatnot. Oh, yeah. But it's just yeah. kind of comical that, like, <laughs> randomly shows up and does yard work. And, like, doesn't come in the house. Just, like, he's shows just... up cleaning so, up the yard yeah he's, he's making cool. himself useful so you know and they are they're very useful just in very different ways so. nice <laughs> you know on a totally unrelated to our topic uh note the other day i was at work and i was watching the city employees mow mm. like the area right by the road um okay. in front of the shop and um I was looking out the window and I looked over at my brother and I was like, you know what I want? And he was like, what? And I was like, I want a, a lawnmower that's like a freaking dog sled that you ride on the back of it and the <laughs> mower just like spins around. And you know? Oh, yeah. Those and he super just looked at me. Ones. And he was like, that is a very bizarre thing to say. And I was like, not really. That guy has one right out there. <laughs> There's a method to my madness. But yeah. you you would like, you don't even have the yard to need necessity. No, I just want it. I really don't need it. I really don't. I mean, my backyard is is big enough to take a little bit of time to mow, sure, but not yeah. big enough to require anything more than a a self-propelled propelled push mower like yeah. for yeah. sure <laughs> i mean without interruption i could probably mow my backyard in 30 to 40 minutes easily oh, yeah. and yeah. that would be like trotting along gently like mm -hmm. you know enjoying a podcast there you go which is what i actually do i listen to podcasts when i mow nice it's nice, nice. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh all right um Anyways, so our kids are lucky. They have awesome grandparents who are a little bit crazy. Yeah, but in a good way, in yeah, a great way. Exactly. I and mean, your what, parents were great and awesome, just like that when you were a kid, oh, for too, sure. right? Yeah, I mean, not mine surprising. Were. Like, yeah. My parents are the same, if not more doting on their grandparents. Like, they definitely, the grandkids yeah. get away with more than we did, but we were treated exceptionally well. My right. our parents were both very they were great to us you so know obviously I always, you know yeah. they did the same to the grandkids i always think it's funny when you have these friends and actually my husband's parents maybe were a little bit like this but um when you have these friends whose like parents were super crazy strict with them oh. when they were growing up and they're like they let the grandchildren walk all over them and do whatever <laughs> and yeah. i'm just like yeah my parents are are like basically the same very I mean, similar like, yeah i mean yeah, they I'm let sure them get though. away with a little bit yeah they can like yeah you're gonna get you know extra dessert after dessert, extra treats like, that, yeah, was, but, that was the other know. thing i was gonna mention was that the treat level like whenever oh i would my pick gosh. my kids up from my parents house on a day where i was working and mm -hmm. my mom had the kids for the day which was usually over the summers and mm -hmm. um I would say to my little one, I would because he would tell me the truth, I would say, hey, how many suckers did you have at grandma's house today? And he would sit there and he would think. He would have to think about it. <laughs> and then he would be like, I had three suckers today yeah. before lunch. 
and two suckers after lunch and i would just oh, be like oh all right. it's time to make a dentist appointment yeah no my my mother yeah my again back when my parents watched my children regularly there would never be a day or time that we would leave their house without getting some sort of dessert and my daughter expected it like yeah so what's what's for dessert grandma like what yeah. are we having <laughs> well and when i was growing up i mean your mom is a cake maker she's always mm-hmm. kind of been a yeah, cake maker true. but um because i remember that from childhood she would <laughs> yeah. make her birthday cakes and stuff yeah. like that my my <laughs> parents did not make sweets my mom would make brownies on occasion but other than that we like we never had dessert uh-huh. and when my brother got married and my sister-in-law joined the family um we started ordering dessert at restaurants when we would go out okay. for dinner. And that has continued to the point where the children, Expected. my niece and nephews <laughs> and my own children, when we go out for dinner, it's just like, I've eaten enough dinner to be almost full, but, but there's room for some <laughs> ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> And, yeah oh yeah and it is expected there well, will be dessert yeah, agreed. when we go out to dinner with my parents as well they that whether it's at my parents or with my parents whenever mm-hmm. they are around dessert is expected so yeah yeah i don't think we ate dessert that much as kids like i mean yes my mom is an amazing cake maker so she always yeah. made things but i feel like it wasn't like an every night we didn't eat dessert thing but for sure whenever right. my, my kids are over there Oh, there is expected to be dessert. So um, I'm going to open this freedom of speech. Let's do it, right? Yeah, let's. Speech. I, mean, I could definitely drink more, right? Right, yeah. I've never had this. So this is one of the revolutions that I have actually never tried. So it's, uh, what do we Me got neither. here? So session sour ale with peach, hence the speech. Um, right. Hmm. Definitely smells like a sour. Right. I get that too. I don't get so much peach as I get mm. the sour smell. No, you can smell the sour for sure. The peach I'm not not getting. It's a just kind of a golden color. All right. Hmm. Hmm. I, I taste get, peach though. Do you I was taste gonna a say, I taste a hint of peach. It's not overpowering though. But it's also not overly sour. Like it's a some sours kind of kick in the teeth they're a little bit too sour yeah um, they like make your this, teeth hurt yeah you this is a very mild i wouldn't necessarily even consider this that much of a sour i mean it's got the taste but it's i like the peach to it it's it's not overwhelming in any flavor i feel like it's not too sour it's not too peach it's actually kind of i i like sours so it's kind of refreshing to me like i feel like i could you know drink some of this chilled and just kick back outside yeah hmm. yeah i think that's a good description i i think that it definitely has that the hint of peach with mm-hmm. also that that sour uh I don't want to say like a woody flavor, but like uh, like that sort of like drier flavor mm-hmm. um, to it than than some of other beers that we've been drinking lately, especially. But um, you know, yeah, it's definitely this is a, this is different than anything we've had recently. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is a good departure from kind of some of the sweeter. It's not it's not really sweet. It's tart. And it's mm-hmm. got a little bit of that ripe peach flavor, but it's not it's not 
I wouldn't even say it's very sweet. It's more tart oh, than it is. Sweet. Yeah, which is funny because it it's it does feel and smell like it, well, I'm sorry, not smell. It's it does taste very peach, but it doesn't have like the sweet peach side of things. It's, it has yeah. more like the tart of Agreed. the peach. You yeah, know? I taste more of the tart in the peach than the sweetness of it. But mm. this, I would definitely say, would be like a good summer beer. Yeah, this is good. Good job, Revolution. I'm. I'm into this. This is good. Yeah. I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I wasn't sure, honestly, whether I'd yeah, like it or not. Yeah, me neither. I mean, we had that, uh, well, we haven't had it on the podcast, but we had that peach milkshake from uh, Foreign Exchange recently, mm. and that was just, like, pretty out of this that world. Good. Peach. And it was that peach. Like, those... That was, like, bash you over the head with peach in a good way. But yeah, no, was, I, I really, I really enjoyed it. But this is, a the, like, two peach beers next to each other couldn't be more different. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, peach is a thing lately. Everybody's doing peach. I mean, like, um, there was a peach shaky that Maplewood did. Uh huh. There was, I feel like there was another peach milkshake somewhere else. Like, I feel like peaches and orange, orange is overdone, wow. in my opinion. But um, I feel like peach has been around as well lately. Yeah, it's the trend right now is peach. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I get it. It's, That's okay. It's I, you know, I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. I like when I like when we have a brewery that is making something similar to another brewery's because doing a side by side, which perhaps we should kind of explore that a little bit, do a little bit mm-hmm. of a. I wouldn't say, you know, doing like an apples to apples where we're like comparing an orange milkshake to an orange milkshake, but yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, that would be. Yeah interesting um although i don't really think that we focus too hard on competition because that's not really what i'm here to do i don't want to tell you what my favorite beer is i just want to tell you what i think of this one i'm drinking right now yep no and everybody (laughs) has different favorites i mean you can put i mean and you've seen the orange ones that are all out there i mean there's so many of them and lots of people have done side by sides and honestly i still feel like people are gonna do like double blazed orange is going to be every a lot of people's favorite because of what it is mm-hmm. and then you know some people are going to be like um you know weldworks has an orange and um, right microphone has an orange and um oh what was the obstacle layers what is that arc lights yeah an orange mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like there's so many but they're all a little bit different but then like there's a couple there's like i actually like kind of what i think is this, like totally tiny brewery out of like new lennox arrowhead had um an orange that was called the shady gator that mm-hmm. i actually really liked and that no it doesn't get any press anywhere oh, um, i feel that way about have you had ike and oak they're in woodridge they're in, they are in woodridge and i have been there once they have an orange milkshake that I really like. Oh, yeah, I would almost put it up against Blazed Orange, um, yeah. hmm. which okay. is really in in the Chicago area. Is really kind of like the standard that you're For supposed sure. to. That's what you're. Me. That's yeah. what you're going up against. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. I've only been there once. I mean, it was good when I was there. Yeah. But obviously, I haven't been anywhere in quite a while. But yeah, I would definitely check it out. But so many people nowadays have so many similar especially in the orange milkshake world but you know they're all good in their own way unless they're really bad but i haven't really come across a really bad one yet it's you know there have been milkshakes that i don't like not to get off topics 
because yeah, we're talking totally about a session topic, but yeah. sour but um <laughs> but there have been milkshakes that i didn't like but it wasn't because the milkshake was bad it was because whatever was flavoring it was just not my favorite flavor yeah fair and that's i mean we had that um blueberry was that what it was the blueberry milkshake from phase three it was blueberry chantilly that i was not a fan of. it was a little bit medicinal and i think that yeah. it's just because i don't think that it is a poorly made beer i think that uh blueberry with vanilla just kind of that mesh of those two flavors mm-hmm. and i i'm perfectly willing to be corrected and being told that there's a blueberry milkshake out there that is amazing i'm Maybe there is welcome blue- it. more just released blueberry marbles this week. I didn't get it, but um, it's coming yeah. out on Saturday, and maybe maybe they did it right. Uh, maybe I, I you know, know we'll know in a few days. Yeah, someone will. Someone, <laughs> someone will let us know. I'm someone sure. will tell us. Yeah. yeah, but anyways, I I do like this. I like the freedom of speech. It's yeah. more tart than it is sweet. Um, yeah. So give well, it a shot. And the great thing about this podcast episode is that some, most of this stuff, this, these two beers that we've talked about tonight are pretty readily available. Mm-hmm. So if you're in the Midwest and you're listening to us, you're probably able to go out and buy both of these right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Unlike some, awesome. some of the beers, this, these yeah, two which are, is... are going to be unlike be Ocean Key. Available. <laughs> yeah, Ocean Key, sorry. You're, which you're doesn't exist. <laughs> and a uh, handful of other beers that maybe we are lucky enough to get our hands on. But these two, you can uh, go to your local liquor store and they most likely have them. So, yep. All right. All right. Hey, thanks for joining us tonight, you guys. And, uh, you know, feel free to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We love having you rejoin us every week when we come out with a new episode. And we're going to keep pumping these episodes out. And the day is coming. (laughs) We are going to get together on the patio of a brewery. Lauren, the day is coming. I know. We are I can't getting wait. there. We're, I am we're, we're close, thinking about it. <laughs> and when that day arrives, you guys will hear us talk about beer while drinking beer at a brewery together. Yeah, together. Can't so wait. Can't thanks wait. again for joining us, and we will talk to you again soon. Take care, everyone. Bye.